Right, so this is a Scottish Football Forums podcast extra special with uh, Gary Dempsey, um, former Dunfermline Aberdeen player um, from the mid Uh Gary, thanks very much for coming on. And the reason why we've also asked you on is um, we're obviously uh, doing a lot of aware- raising awareness for mental health um, and you're obviously a keen ambassador of it. Um, what started um, your journey into the mental health awareness from your point of view? Um, it was something that was, uh, it was, it was sort of popping up on my social media a lot, um, over the, sort of, I suppose over the last six months, but, um, the chairman of a football club that I'm involved with here in Ireland, um, unfortunately took his own life about, um, I think it was about three months ago, um, Young young man, I think he was like 40 years of age, 41 years of age, three or four kids. Um, so it was really at that funeral that it sort of hit home and um, his daughter made a, made a speech at the funeral about, you know, sort of she was nearly sort of giving out to him asking, you know, why didn't he ask for help? And, you know, he didn't have to tackle this on his own and he didn't have to suffer in silence type of thing. And I'd done a video at the graveyard. And I don't even know why I'd done it. I just went live on Twitter and, and done a video um and it just really took off from there. And I've sort of been doing videos then sort of nearly every day since then or every couple of days, certainly since then. And just trying to be positive with, with, with people on Twitter and trying to get people to, to open up and reach out and speak and talk and ask for help and, you know, don't be suffering in silence and all that sort of stuff. And just generally trying to get a bit more positivity Um around I suppose the people that follow me and it's just sort of um it's really taken off from there and um, we've had I've had so many messages from people saying that, that my videos have helped them um I know for a fact that we've saved maybe three or four lives in the last three or four months with the videos um the guys at with um at the charity back on site um who are a charity that um sort of have asked me to come on board um because a lot of the people that I was getting getting in contact with me asking for help were in Scotland, um, so we used I used the guys at back on site to sort of to get in touch with them and um, and help them. So it all stemmed from there, really, um, John, and it just went. It ju- it's just grown and grown and grown, and it's something that um, I sort of I run my own fitness business at the moment here in Ireland. So I'm sort of all, I'm always in around people and I'm always helping people and. I think um, I'm, I'm quite good at the videos, and I'm, 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 I get the message across quite well. And I think a lot of people can relate to the to the videos, and I think it's good for people to see that. I know Dean Windass and a lot of other um, expos are doing doing bits and pieces on on social media. I think it's important for people to see that you know um, guys like us can use our platform to help. Even if it is a, a 60 second video where, you know, you're just sort of saying to people, um, you know, let's get up out of the bed and get at it today or, you know, whatever the message may be, whatever message I decide to put out in the videos, it's, it's resonating with a lot of people and, um, it seems to be helping a lot of people. So as long as that's happening, I'll keep doing it, you know. Yeah, good stuff. It certainly has been raising a lot of awareness and, uh, you know, so, um, you mentioned obviously uh, back on side two. We're also running a, a charity game at the end of, uh, of yes. March for. Um, yep. You know, what's um, what's your awareness of the the work that they've been doing? 
Um, well, an uh, 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 ex-teammate of mine, Jamie Winter, um, was doing a lot of work with him. Um, and I was obviously seeing a lot of the, the stuff that he was tweeting and retweeting about. Um, I just know that anyone that I've put them onto, they've been on, they've got onto them and they've got them in, um, in with counselors or whatever needs to be. Um, and, and they're helping them out. Um, and that, that's pretty, pretty much the height of it. But I know, um, Libby and, and Gary O'Connor are involved with it. And Lib- I was talking to Libby last week and, she was just saying it's just absolutely uh, crazy there at the moment. It's um, you know, they're they're sort of their funding is running out and they need they need to do more fundraising. Um, but she was sort of emphasising that there's a scary amount of people at the minute that are needing help. Um, people are not in a good place. Uh, John, I, I I get that from my videos when people when people reach out to me. There's a lot of people are not in a good place and they don't um. They don't seem to see a way out at the minute, you know. And we gotta, we just gotta help them try and try and see that, you know, no matter how bad it is or or how bad they think it is, that there there is um, light at the end of the tunnel and there is a way out. And they don't have to do it on their own. And there is people and charities and all that sort of stuff out there that can help them. Um, and I think there's some that's important. But even to get them talking, you know, people just need to talk, you know, and speak to mates and speak to family and but you know there's a stigma attached there now for for men um you know like it's it's nearly like they're too embarrassed or they're not sort of brave enough to come out and ask for help but i mean we've got to break that and we got to break that quickly and um you know social media as i said the platform that us uh football ex-footballers and current footballers have is um is a way to do it Oh, yeah, without a doubt, and uh, obviously you uh, mentioned it, your own career. Um, it, it wasn't really something that was um, spoken a lot about, um, it, even in uh, your time when you were playing. I mean, I think the the, last, the first case I remember was um, of someone checking himself out was Stan Collymore back in '99, yeah. and the perception of him was, um, you know, he was ridiculed for it. Now you're getting more and more people coming out, and thankfully we're in an age where more people seem to be understanding withstanding the, the trolls of course I mean would you um, what's your view on um, the difference between the dressing room that you were in as a player and what seems to be going on now yeah it was totally different um, you know it was probably um, there was probably going on John and you know there was probably people that had their issues but we were just oblivious to it to be honest I mean like you're saying Stan Collymore is a huge advocate for it you look at Tyson Fury now, um, who's another one, a huge, um, a huge uh, advocate for mental health and, and speaking and you know the journey that he's been through. Um, but yeah, no, I don't remember at all any dressing rooms I was in at all, right from my career, right the way up. Um, and I've been in a few with a lot of a lot of players, and don't ever think, geez, oh, he's he's struggling or. You know, to be all time, you know, someone might miss training for a mysterious reason or something like that, or you know, but nothing ever where you thought, Jenny, I wonder is he okay? And you know, and it wasn't a conversation we ever had. You know, you you, you just, I suppose we just presumed everyone was fine and everyone was just getting on with it. You know, there was never, um, no chat like that about you know, you know, where you would say to your teammates. Now I, I would imagine, um. You know, you'd be, the chat would be, how is everything? Is everything okay? And the family okay? Is everything all right? You know, then, then sort of conversation didn't happen when I played. Um, 
but I would like to hope that they're happening now because um, as I keep referring back to um, the more the more people that talk and ask for help the probably in all honesty the more lives we're going to save you know yeah definitely how would you feel um you're obviously aware of the you know that people would have said things about you good or bad after a game but yeah. how difficult would it be for you i mean obviously you didn't open up the training ground because it wasn't perceived as that environment but uh, if you saw you know for example um aberdeen fans berating you online saying you didn't play well against the uh, Celtic arena, just for example, um, yeah. you know, would that would that really hurt you? Uh, would there be any comments that would um, get to you, or do you just sort yeah, of like, um, you know, in a in a way, like I'm, I'm I'm sort of glad that social media wasn't around when we played, um, because it's just too easy. Like um, I, I understand. I don't think I would be honest to be honest. And if I did, and I was honest, and I saw that sort of stuff, I would I would come off it straight away because it's just I'm a I'm a big sort of believer in, you know, positivity and and not hi- not having now I suppose look that's only that's only come, um something that I've come to realise over the last um probably over the last twelve months that anything anything at all that sort of comes into my life that causes hassle or creates hardship or creates anxiety or unhappiness like that, I just I just eliminated it out of my life straight away. And that could have been anything. That could have been a job. It's family members. Like I've, I've had family members annoy me, and you know, I just don't. I just t- like, I just don't. I can't be bothered anymore. You know that sort of way. I just I don't want any drama, and um, so anything at all that causes me any hardship now, I just, uh, I just eliminate it really from my life because it's just, it's not worth it. Like I lost my mum. My my mum died at forty two with breast cancer, and even. That, like I was in South Africa with Aberdeen at the time when she died, so I had to fly home on my own. It was like a, a ten or twelve hour flight back from Cape Town on my own to to go to my go organise my mum's funeral and stuff. And at forty two years of age, like and I'm I'm thirty nine now and I'm thinking, Jesus, like that's three years for me. <laughs> do you know? Do I do I really want to be going on and going on to Facebook? Like even the likes of social media, anybody that I follow or anybody that I see that's been negative and that's always giving out and is always moaning and always complaining, I just don't follow them. I just like because just it just breeds like negativity just spreads like wildfire, um, and I just have no time for it to be honest. So, um, as to as going back to your original question, would I have been able to handle the comments online? I don't know. Is is the honest answer probably not? But as I said, I would have deleted. I would have just come on social media. I was very good at, you know, if I was out and about with my with my wife and my girlfriend when I played, and I was having a bite to eat, and anyone came out, I was very good. At, like I've, I've sort of, a lot of people would say I've got the gift of the gab. I've talked my way out of trouble loads of times. But you know, just people coming up and annoying you when you're out, like you'd be in the toilet and there'd be people saying, "What are you doing out?" And you know, like it was nearly an unwritten rule if you lost on a Saturday, you wouldn't you wouldn't go out, you know, that sort of way. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so I stayed out of trouble uh, when I was out and about if we went out after games, but still had the odd idiot coming up to you and giving you grief, you know, when you'd be walking along the street with your wife or whatever, but um, social media is a big, bad world now, to, 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 uh, in fairness, and um, only only I use it for sort of my business and other things I, w- I probably wouldn't be on, especially Facebook. Um, I, I wouldn't be on there, but... Um, 
yeah, yeah. I think I think to be fair to Mark Zuckerberg, um, he didn't um, envisage this kind of scenario when he created it because Facebook um, was designed to connect people. Um, yeah. You know, the, the reason I go on it is because obviously I've got family, um, you know, yeah. in Australia for, for an example. But you know, as um, unfortunately there is that platform for troll, um, trolls to come on and just think they can get away with whatever, and it's just so shocking. Because you've got to, you've got to accept people on Facebook. They can't get you on Facebook unless you're. And you can put your profile to private and stuff like that, you know. Um, I know on Twitter you can, you can, um, you can set it up like that as well, but it's just too easy and there's, there's too many people. On, and do you know what I, I actually don't like about, about Twitter more so than Facebook is a brilliant post from somebody after Caroline Flack took her own life that why don't, why can't we have a situation where Twitter, if you open up a Twitter account, you have to verify yourself. So it's like, you know, when you're applying for something, so whether it's a picture of your passport or a picture of your driver's license, it has to be, you know, your account has to be, like my account has my name on it. it it's not a, a fake account or, you know, a stupid name. You know, I, I don't understand why that can't be done because that in an instant, I think, stops the trolls. Yeah. And it stops all of that because if you have somebody, Twitter, the police or investigators go to Twitter and say, right, I need to see Gary Dempsey's account. All right, there's his password, there's his address, and you can go and deal with it. It would stop nearly overnight, I think. But they don't have it, and they don't seem to want to have it either, which is strange. Yeah, I, I don't know how you get around the, the regulations. Um, but what, one thing, um, the, the, main, the main story I've seen, obviously, recently um, was, yeah, you're, you're seeing... Um, Boys of under ten now being um, targeted for bullying and hate, and that brings us on to um, young uh, Ollie Young. Um, yeah. his, his dad put something in, in Twitter and uh, about the the boy putting on a letter that he wrote to his mom about hating himself because he was being rubbish at football, and you were the first one to get in touch to say, um, "Let's arrange a kick of it." So, um, yeah. how's that um, coming along? That, um, that all came about. So Simon Simon put the letter up on um, Twitter, and he actually tagged me in it. Um, I actually <laughs> I never asked him why why he tagged me, but he must have been following me on Twitter or maybe seeing some of my videos about about um, um being positive and all that sort of stuff. And he he actually when he put it up, he he more or less sent it to me. So he tagged me in it and asked me to do a video. Um, and I said I would, and I asked him to send me his number and sort of FaceTime him, and um, and that just really went from there. Again, like that's an eight year old kid. Do you know what I mean? Like it's. So that's happening, that was happening Ollie in school, so he was getting grief in school. I mean, like, eight years of age, like, it's just, he shouldn't have a care in the world, and the poor, the poor lad couldn't sleep because he was getting grief in school about being rubbish at football, and I think he had said in the letter as well that um, he was just a fat idiot or something, you know, like, and this is, but this is the world that we live in at the moment, and this is the world that we're building and creating for our, for our children, you know? You know, it's it's just it's bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. But anyway, long story short, I got in touch with his dad. Um, I got on FaceTime. I I tagged on Fermlin in it and asked him could we could we organise for him to be a mascot at the next match and, and the club have organised for him to um to be to be made a bit of a fuss of tomorrow night at the game at Inverness and and then um Jackson come on uh, another little boy um. Sending Ollie a message and said that he would like to have a kickabout with him. And I said, well, maybe I could join in that kickabout as well. And 
sort of just went from there. I got him to do the club and said, look, can we organise something? If I come over on Tuesday, um, we organise a kickabout somewhere and we'll invite as many kids as we can to have a bit of fun. And um, Yeah, so that all came from there. So I'm I'm coming over tomorrow with my son and we're going to go and pick... Um, Ollie doesn't know all this is happening. I'm gonna I'm gonna meet Ollie after school. I'm gonna pick Ollie up from school. Um, I'm gonna go back to his house and I'm gonna present him with uh, the jersey that I promised him. Um, and then uh, we're yeah we're gonna have a kick about it in Dunfermline and um, then take in the game that night. So yeah, so that should be a nice day for him. He's been I seen on Twitter. My Twitter hasn't hasn't stopped really in two or three days now at this stage, but. <laughs> He's um like well, the national team have invited him to come along and be uh be a mascot and I think Stenhouse Muir have asked him tonight to come along to be a mascot and stuff like that. So I mean there's a lot of good that's the good side of social media when you get people rolling in behind um a little boy like that, you know. But I mean how many how many eight year olds and nine year olds and ten year olds as you say is that happening that, that we don't know about? You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, scary. I mean, it's 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 a great it's a great thing that this boy's getting um you know, you know people rallying behind him. Uh, the Scotland thing I thought it was incredible. Um, asking yeah. to be um, to come along and be a mascot. Um, yeah. But as you say, there's other there's other eight year olds and boys out there that you know are probably feeling a similar way. And it's uh, how do you reach yeah. out to them? Yeah, well, this is it. I mean, I'm going to have a chat with whatever the boys that turn up tomorrow now about why we're there and how the whole thing came about and. I guarantee you, if there's 30 or 40 kids there tomorrow, and I ask them to put up their hand, you know, how many are have been bullied or are are getting bullied, I'll probably get there say there's over 50% of them will put their hand up. Do you know, and Ollie, Ollie was brave enough to write the letter, and he came down to his mom and said, Mummy, you know, I'm not feeling, you know, I can't sleep, and then gave her the letter. But, like, how many eight-year-olds are going to bed at night, terrified about going to school the next day because... They're getting hardship and skilled, you know. It's just, it's, 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 it's horrible. It really is horrible. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, it's a, it's a scary world. I mean, I've got, a, um, I've got a boy, and I worry about, you know, the impact of so, social media by the time he's yeah. in teenagers, and how hopefully the world will be a better place come then. But uh, there's a lot of, of work to be done. And what words of encouragement do you give to anyone who's listened to this podcast tonight? about their mental health in general, not just kids. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, Annie, just, just, just talk. First of all, realise that, um, or in my video today that i done, like, realise that you're unique, um, that you can do anything you want to do, you know, um, but you got to change your mindset. you got to, you can't let the negativity in. you got to be positive. But the main thing, straight away that I would say are struggling is get help, speak to a uh, husband or wife, family member, whatever it is, m- mother, daughter, sister, auntie, uncle, best friend, whatever, just reach out to them. And, you know, you're going to get, you're going to get that help. And if they can't help you, you know, there's professionals there, you know, but you have to, um, unfortunately we can't read. It's very, sometimes it's very hard to read. People are, you know, because, you look at Caroline Flack, you would have said, geez, oh, well, now, obviously, apart from the court case, you look at Robin Williams, all the high-profile ones were these guys who people would say had everything and, and they've ended up taking their own life. Um, so you can't really spot it. Um, so we need people to speak up. We really need them to speak up. And whether it's, um, as I say, a family member or a friend or whatever it is, you need to 
ask for help. And from then, from that moment on, you can start getting well again and start getting better, you know. Um, I don't think people realize the quicker you ask for it, the quicker you can, you know, get steps and get things in place to start feeling better. Because, I mean, let's be honest, if you're at rock bottom, what have you got to lose? <laughs> what, have you got to, what have you got to lose to send your best mate a text message saying, hey, pal, I need a coffee. I'm not in a good place at the moment. Is there any chance we can meet for a for a bite and a coffee or whatever? You know, if you're if you're that low and you're thinking there's no way out here, you've nothing to lose by asking. So just ask. Um and I promise you, family, friends, they'll all rally around you. Um I think I've done I done one of the videos, I don't know if you've seen the video where I use the analogy about the boxing about a boxing match being your Love that video. Love that video. Yeah, it's a good analogy about you know, just keep coming back to the chair, keep talking and keep getting out into the middle of the ring and you know, and keep keep walking out there, keep walking forward and keep throwing punches and things will turn for you. Even though you're probably thinking there's no way I'm I'm you know, I'm far gone now and you know it's not there's always a way out and whether you're struggling in your relationship whether it's work whether it's money whatever it is there's always there's always always a way out um and yeah what the big message is open your mouth and speak um and you know get get the help as quick as you can yeah, fantastic. And just to, to finish off, uh, because you obviously mentioned a couple of celebrities, obviously the most recent being poor Caroline Flack, uh, the role of the media, um, what yeah. responsibility do you think um, they should be learning from um, the her sad passing? Yeah, I think, um, do you know, there has to be some sort of accountability. I know there was a petition for bringing in Caroline's law or something like that, but um, there has to be some sort of accountability and they have to take some responsibility because, um, look, Obviously, she she lost her job. Um, obviously, there was a, a ding dong with the boyfriend or whatever it was at the time, and so she she had a horrible few weeks. But the media then don't didn't leave her alone. Do you know what I mean? It was she was on the front pages, and and then there was rumours that the the, the 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 cam footage from the police was going to be used, and this that, and the other. So there has to definitely the media have to take accountability. But I think even even we as as general population. Have a have a responsibility not to go on and troll people. Like I mean, um, it's just horrendous. Like I I actually got involved in a in a Twitter spat the other day between John Connors, the Irish actor, the the traveller actor, and Brian McFadden. The two of them were on berating each other, berating each other, and I was like, like these two are celebrities, supposed to be set an example, and here they are. They're wanting to set up a charity boxing match and basically wanting to batter each other, like, it's just absolute mind-boggling. Like, and I tweeted him and said, like, guys, seriously, like, could you not, like, wise up here, like, you know, because people see that and think, oh, it's celebrities doing this, sure, it's fine, I'm, I'm going to go on there and abuse whoever. Like, you look at, like, Celtic players, Rangers players at the minute, like, Celtic fans, Rangers fans go on and slaughter, slaughter them, and they forget that these, these people are people, you know, and, like, when it's all said and done they can just go on and type their message but they're having they do not understand what effect they're having on people because I tell you if I finished a match with Aberdeen back in the day or Dunfermline and I got into my car and there was 500 Twitter mentions and it was I'd had a poor game like jeez oh talking about ruining your weekend you know like it's just 
It's mad. No, I would. I I think I would have been strong because I, I just have that mentality where I don't care really. To be honest, I just <laughs> like, like I'm long gone past the stage of worrying about what people think about me and worrying, trying to please everybody and all that sort of stuff. I just don't do it anymore. I don't worry about it. Um, so yeah, the media. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely an issue there with the media, and there has to be some sort of accountability um, somewhere on the line. I think. Yeah, well, you you at least got to play for uh, Dunfermline and Aberdeen, so that can always be your your comeback. You were good enough um, to play for them, um, yeah. and you're going to be playing for Aberdeen again in May, I believe, for um, in the Tayside versus back on side match. Are you looking forward to that? Yeah, I am. I'm really looking forward to that. I do a lot of that over here now. I play a lot of games with the Irish Legends in charity games, um, raising money for clubs around the country. We go and. We go and play games, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, um, I know a few of the, the guys are going to be playing and stuff, so that should be a good weekend. And then they, they've got a ball on as well, haven't they, in Glasgow at some stage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm going to try to get over for that. Um, I'm actually meeting Gary and Libby in the morning um, in my hotel before I head back from my flight to just uh, see if there's anything, anything I can do or anything I can help them out with from my end. But, um, yeah, absolutely not. looking forward to it. Um, looking forward to meeting the guys there um, from any interactions that I've had with them. Um, they've been absolutely fantastic, super, super people um, who just want, to, just want to make the world a better place for people. And I think if we can we'll all take a leaf out of their book and um, and just all do our little bit and all just be that little bit kinder, it just... You you wouldn't think it, but if we all did it, it just it just makes such a difference, you know. It makes uh, it makes such a difference to everybody, you know. It just has a knock on effect, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I think the the message was was if you could be anything in this world, just be kind. And I think that that's the message, you know. There's um, and to be honest with you, John, and I think you'd agree with me. In most cases, there's just no need for it. There's just absolutely no need for it, you know. Correct. No, I, I... I agree with absolutely everything that you've been saying and uh yeah we'll we'll keep on be trying to be um, be kind uh, raise raise awareness and uh, just stop the trolling as well that's probably the biggest bug yeah, but, um, yeah yeah just stop the stop the shite as they say in Ireland just <laughs> yeah, just just um just get on with it and, and be nice and help people and yeah. you know the universe has a strange way of of um being good to people that are good to other people you know so I think we just all need to be that little bit nicer and look after each other a bit more because at the end of the day, even though these celebrities, actors, musicians, footballers, whatever it is, people need to realise that they're human and at the end of the day, they're only doing their job. Yeah, they get well paid for it, but you know they they they, they make a, a hell of a lot of sacrifices to do what they're doing, and it doesn't it doesn't mean it's an open forum for people to bash them anytime they feel bored, you know. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. No, listen. Thanks very much um, for for your time, Gary, and well done and on your stuff, um, your mental health awareness, and keep up the good work and uh, good luck um, tomorrow night. All right, my man. Thanks. If you hey. need that, and give me a share, Joe. Yeah? Well, do, Gary. Thank you. Down, yeah, pal. Talk to you. Bye, bye, bye.